Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Balinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Balinska. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Balinska. And today, once again, as I normally say, I've got another wonderful guest. I have companies reaching out to me on a very regular basis with different apps that are available to Shopify merchants. And when this particular person reached out, I went, wow, this needs to be on the podcast. This is something, if you are listening to this, you need to take notes, listen on in because this is really going to change the way we all run our Shopify stores. So I think that it's the future. It really is. I think that we're going to find out more exactly about how much of the future this represents. But I wanted to bring this to you because in this world where video is very important now and making sure that you come up in SEO, this is definitely going to be an area you need to think about. So today I have a wonderful guest and his name is Anmol Oberoi. And Anmol actually is the owner of a app called Emirate. Emirate actually offers voice services via Alexa. So I think a lot of people, maybe like me, I don't do a lot with Siri and Alexa and things like that. Or maybe you're the sort of person like some of my friends who use Alexa all the time. You might already be very knowledgeable in this area. But if you're like me, we know nothing about how Alexa can help e-commerce stores. So we're going to get into it and find out more about what Alexa can do for your Shopify business. So Anmol, thank you for being here with us today. Thanks a lot, Carolyn, for having me on the show. And thanks a lot for the introduction and your kind words. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I've been following it for a really long time. And happy to share my learnings in this space where I've gained in the last one year. Fantastic. Look, this is, like you said, one year. It's such a new area. And from what I know, when you reached out to me, I did some research and you really are one of the only people doing this that I could find. So it's very, very new. And I think that you're really ahead of the game. So that's fantastic. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what your services are before we get into the reasons why it's so important. So I think some people just want to know exactly what you offer. Sure. Uh, So in terms of our offerings, uh, we are a voice commerce product. And when I say voice commerce, what I really mean is that using our platform, uh, Shopify store owners can have their storefront on voice as a channel, uh, which is Alexa. So when they use our product, what happens is that uh, their customers can start placing orders or check the status of their order using Alexa. And how if I had to you know, put it down in terms of how exactly that would happen, uh, you could go and say that Alexa, repeat my last order from, let's say, Oakwood Pizza. Or if you place an order, or if you purchase something from a Shopify store, uh, let's say you purchase grocery and you want to check the status of that. Or if you purchase, you know, let's say a handbag, And the most obvious thing that customers usually do is check the status. They can say that, Alexa, could you check the status of my order from, you know, brand ABC? And Alexa, I'll tell you that. It's a, you know, layer of convenience and it's much faster because it's hands-free. And uh, if you look at usual consumer behavior, they do that on web. You need to log into either the delivery carrier or you need to log back into the Shopify brand's website. In this case, you just need to ask Alexa and it gets the things done. 
So that's fantastic. So what you're actually doing is pretty much SEO in the old school terms. We can now call it old school, which is amazing. So it's what uh, Google used to offer when you did a search and you're sort of offering that same thing, but via voice. And people need to understand it's two completely different services that what you're offering is a standalone offering. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. And uh, I think uh, you compared it correctly to web. Uh, Similar to the way things work on web, people start searching, they find something, either they engage with it in terms of content and then decide whether they want to buy a product from that service or not, or they directly, you know, buy something from that service by searching for it. Uh, Similarly, things are going to work on voice as well. Now tell me, because when you reached out to me, I always take a look at the guests that try to get on the podcast and I don't want to offer anything that I think is a waste of people's time. So I took a look at what you're offering and I saw the statistics of the number of people using Alexa. Can we just go into a little bit about that? Because some people might be listening to this thinking, oh, it's not important for me. It might not be relevant. Let's do some real facts finding and talk about the stats involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So I think from a usage perspective and from a penetration perspective, uh, we have Alexa and Google Home, which are two different devices, uh, two different smart speakers. Uh, I'll I'll focus on Alexa because I think the penetration there and it's much larger. In terms of numbers, I think about 100 million people in the US alone have an Alexa, which is, so if you look at the US population, that's 300 million people. You have one in every three people who own a smart speaker, which is huge in terms of consumer penetration. So Amazon's already created a channel for you, you know, which uh, it's created a channel, it's created a platform, which people are already using. And uh, in terms of usage, uh, it is said that 62% of these people actually use an Alexa every day. It's not for shopping, but it's really for content engagement, content consumption. Like they engage, so they could say something like play me a particular song or check the status or, you know, or check the, check the weather or check the traffic. So, that level of engagement is already there and uh, it's it's becoming a habit to use Alexa every day. So if you notice, Amazon's clearly, uh, you know, quietly created a channel, but, uh, you know, that's from a penetration perspective. And from a business perspective, uh, over 100,000 voice apps already exist on Alexa. It's either individual voice apps that, uh, you know, individual developers would have created or someone like me and you would have created, but also businesses. So businesses are already getting there, creating their, uh, pushing their content either in form of podcasts or, uh, you know, in form of FAQs which people can use to ask questions about a business to engage with them. And I think the next next set of engagement will happen through transactions. So, so these are different ways of looking at it. You have 100 million plus devices, so 100 million plus consumers, and you have 100,000 skills or voice apps that are already there trying to utilize this as a channel. Okay, so let's just get a little bit clear on it. How would a typical Shopify merchant use your services? What would you actually be able to offer them in terms of helping their business? Sure. From an implementation perspective, like I said, we are an app. Uh, so all they need to do is integrate their Shopify store with us. Uh, at the back end, we take care of everything to understand what were the previous orders, understand the order history, payment details, and it's all integrated. We integrate with Amazon Pay, we integrate with Stripe. In terms of usage, if somebody starts to use us, it's very simple. Their customers can go back to uh, you know, Alexa and uh, enable their voice app so that they can start using it. They can. We have three different offerings in the Shopify space itself. One is their customers can easily repeat their previous orders. So if they say, Alexa, repeat my last order from ABC Grocery, 
And if that grocery uses our platform and is available on Alexa, you know, we read through their previous existing orders. Alexa gives them an option that these were your last three orders. Which one would you want to repeat? And they can repeat. Now, somebody does not really want to repeat, but knows what they want to buy. So let's say, for example, you wake up in the morning and you see that you've run out of milk and, and you decide that, okay, I need milk, but you obviously don't want to rush, open your laptop or call somebody in the morning. You can just say, Alexa, could you please order me milk from ABC Grocery? So that's, that's another layer of shopping. You either do your repeat orders or you do your category shopping. You, you know exactly what you want to buy. The third layer is uh, tracking of orders because uh, the way we are building this as a product is looking at a customer's life cycle uh, while shopping. The first thing you do is you identify what you want to buy, you buy. And the next thing you do is you track. So the next thing people can do is really track. They can understand what's the status of their order. Is it ready for being delivered? Is it shipped already? If it's shipped, where exactly it is right now, if you look at it from an e-commerce perspective, uh, if you order from bigger brands, uh, you want to track the status. And yeah, so that's those are the three layers right now. And of course, we are working on multiple other layers like engagement, e-commerce, gaming. So one of our customers uh, reached out to us and asked us if we can add a layer of gaming on top. So he wanted to have a game which which would allow his customers or prospects to guess the price of products on Alexa. So that's that's another layer that we are adding on top of it. But these are the three offerings that we have at the moment. Okay, fantastic. So I've already got in my mind quite a few of our clients that just asked Parker that this would be perfect for. And there's certain products out there where you want to know where your order is. You really want to know, let's say it's a fashion label because, you know, women, when it comes to their like latest fashions, if they ordered it for Saturday night, they want to make sure that the orders come in properly and that it's on the way to their house. So those sort of people definitely want to be tracking their orders. Uh, I'm sure that there's plenty of other ones as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, yeah. So just tell me, what would be the case if a store didn't have your services or we're saying your services, there's other people that do something and there's more and more people that are doing this. So we're just talking, if someone doesn't have this voice activation available uh, via a service where it's actually interlinked, what would happen? Let's say, for instance, you don't have it as a store owner and someone tries to talk to Alexa, what would happen? Nothing? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think... uh uh, if, if I had to compare it to web, let's assume you type a keyword, for example, uh, if I type winning with Shopify and uh, winning with Shopify is a podcast that I know and I'm searching for. But if winning with Shopify did not exist on the web, I would either see something else that probably has those keywords or I would see nothing. Similarly on, on Alexa as well, since it's voice search, you're searching for a brand or you're searching for with keywords that associate with that brand. You either see nothing or Alexa itself recommends that uh, I think you're looking for something something else and I have these three options. Are you looking for one of these? So, I mean, similar to web, if, you're, if your competitors are there, then either they take away the business or nothing really happens and people are just searching for your brand. Mm, interesting. So, how many people are using these sorts of services already? Like a lot of people that you've given the numbers, one in three people have Alexa how many people are using these sorts of services as we speak at the end of 2019? Right. I think that's that's a great question, especially for commerce merchants. Uh, so to be able to answer how many people are using this, uh, we need to, you know, we need to be cognizant of the fact that there is not a lot of commerce happening on Alexa because not a lot of businesses are aware of this. They're not really thinking of voice as a strategy or they're not really aware of it. And it's it's set to pick up by the end of 2020 or 2022. Uh, to answer your questions in terms of numbers, it is said that uh, 
1% of the people which is uh, who own the Alexa globally are using it to shop or have used it to shop at least once in their lifetime that's the penetration from a shopping perspective so far and 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 it's also a result of the kind of uh, you know uh, apps that are built on Alexa right now people are really building it for uh, pushing content and not really for transactions which i think is a great strategy uh, because it's a new channel it's a new platform to get people to trust you cannot expect them to buy from day one you need to engage them uh over let's say 6 months or a year when they build trust with your brand that yes i can use this brand either to uh, get details or get answers to my questions the next obvious step is that you you know push them to purchase through that channel as well okay so i have a question for you we didn't discuss this beforehand so i don't know if you've got the answer i just love it when we start talking and i come up with questions along the way is amazon using this sort of service at the moment Yes. So are you asking me in terms of can you use Amazon up through Alexa? Can you order from Amazon through yes. Alexa? Yes, you can. So Amazon by default is on Alexa because it's their own product. So you need to be careful again. I think that's a great question because when somebody says, let's say uh, Alexa add, uh, you know, XYZ product or purchase XYZ product, if you're already logged in, it will automatically add it to your Amazon account and to your Amazon cart. So I, it's funny because uh, just a couple of days back uh, I was using Alexa and I have, uh, here I'm logged in with my sister's account and and I just said Alexa clear my cart and and my sister went bonkers she's like why are you doing this I have a lot of things added and I said <laughs> to my Amazon account so it by default links to your Amazon account and shops from that unless you invoke uh, another brand interesting and i say this all the time if amazon is doing something and like you said it's an amazon product but if amazon's doing it then it's definitely there's a reason for it so i really think that this is like i said at the beginning this is the way forward for everyone um okay so i have a little bit of maybe an idea maybe a statement maybe a question to you it got me thinking if we are able to implement this system into our shopify store and not many people are doing it yet what would you recommend it just made me think about the thank you page when it comes to someone purchasing and on the thank you page making it clear hey you can now use alexa voice to find out the tracking of your order for example absolutely i think uh, you know this is this is a great question because a lot of merchants have asked us this and uh, our product solves one of the use cases for this uh, so discoverability is a challenge at this point and when i say discoverability similar to web when web was launched when mobile was launched discovering apps discovering websites or stuff uh, but google solved that problem over time app stores solved that problem over time and so is amazon uh, solving this problem while we talk uh, so what we do with our customers is we one give them a marketing checklist so that they can market their skills and customers can use it uh, the other thing that we do is exactly what you mentioned so within our product we have a toggle button what it does is that uh, we are which which again integrates with shopify so which allows them to switch on a call to action uh, on their checkout page so it it does not really interact with the customer while they are buying or while they are checking out but once they've checked out they've made their payment the call to action simply says that repeat this order or order next time through alexa and once they click on that they can really enable the skill and purchase next time through alexa so it makes it really easy for the customer oh i love that that's fantastic so i think that while you were talking it made me think oh i hope that it makes it easy but you've just solved that problem that's great and right. i guess another thing i just thought about was when i asked you about the number of people using this the fact that a lot of people shop on amazon these days i think that people are sort of more likely to understand this 
process. If they're buying the Alexa, then they're also shopping on Amazon, then they're probably more likely to not be surprised by this when they get to your checkout page. Oh yeah, okay, that's a service that I am now expecting because I have the Alexa. Yes, I think you're right to say that. Uh, of course, it's not it's not even comparable to web or mobile because uh, I think their penetration and years of experience cannot be compared to Alexa. And I think Alexa itself or voice as a market has a long way to go. To be perfectly honest, voice is a channel today. It's not a platform like web or mobile. Uh, to become a platform, there's a long way to go. But yes, you're right. People are getting used to it. So definitely, I think this is the right time to get into it explore, learn from what your customers want. And even research says that by 2022, 80 billion worth of transactions are going to happen through voice. So if, if that's really the case, then we just have about two years of you know, because it seems like the market is really going to go faster than you expect. And we saw that with video. If you would have asked me four or five years ago about video on websites, I would have said, yeah, it's okay. It's it's something you can do definitely. Whereas now you are crazy. If you do not have videos on your website, you are absolutely crazy because it's cheaper to use the internet. The internet's faster than ever before. People's phones are very good quality. So video is something that if you're not onto video, you're crazy crazy. And that's happened in a very short period of time, much shorter than I expected. And I think that you're right. Voice will take off super quickly. Right. Right. That's absolutely correct. I think because videos convert, uh, you know, the conversions are much higher with video. People love to interact with that sort of content. Similar is the case with voice. Uh, I think people prefer talking than typing. So I think once it picks up, then you will see all your competitors there. Um, once you start seeing all your competitors, I think people will start getting there much faster. But I think 2020 is really going to be the year when shopping is going to happen through voice. So now what I want to ask you about is at what stage of the journey should someone be thinking about implementing this service? So. We've got a lot of people listening who are just starting out. They might not have made any sales yet, or some of them are hitting that 5000 10000 a month. Where should someone be when they start using voice services? Sure. So, you know, again, uh, all of these uh, uh, all of these inputs I get from talking to customers itself or prospects. If somebody's just starting out, it's it's okay to take a voice first approach as well. There's no harm in trying this as a channel because the channel is definitely already created. It's just about monetizing and identifying, you know, how do you do that? So, for example, uh, if somebody's just starting out, they don't necessarily have to sell on Alexa. It's, it's, it's tough to get out of that engineering mindset and think from a marketing perspective. Uh, but what they can really do is they can engage people on Alexa. So for example, we were, we were speaking to a dentist, uh, a couple of months back and, uh, he, he mentioned that he only wants to sell through Alexa and get appointments. And, uh, then we brainstormed and, and we thought that it may not be that easy that people start booking appointments through Alexa, but why not really engage people through Alexa? So for example, if you want people to book appointments and ultimately get revenue through Alexa, let's, let's take a step back and think how we would engage them. So we, we thought that we would first create, you know, a reminder for their users. Uh, as to when is their next appointment. They could ask Alexa that, hey, Alexa, when is my next appointment? You know, once that happens, they've started using Alexa for that dentist. And it's reminding them that your next appointment is on, let's say, Jan 15, then it's on, let's say, April 10th. Once they start doing that and get habituated to it, they might as well book it through Alexa, right? So I think if you're just starting out, building an engagement layer, it could be a game, it could be FAQs, it could be different things, is still okay. Or just publishing your content there, right? But if you already have sales then I think it's a, it's definitely a great channel to uh, create convenience for your customers because your customers already trust you. They're buying from you because I think they, they get 
products that they're really looking for. So why not add a layer of convenience? And the biggest use case that Amazon thinks is going to be on Alexa is repeat orders. So if you have $5,000 or $10,000 worth of sales, it's getting tougher and tougher to get new customers. You want to keep your existing customers and make sure they reorder more from you. And you know, for people to reorder, you need to make it easy for them to reorder. And I think there's no better channel than Alexa to be able to reorder. So I think this is how I look at it. If you're starting out, look at it from an engagement uh, point of view because you're still building your audience, still building your customer base. But if you already have a customer base, then just look at adding a layer of convenience and making it easier for them to buy from you again. Okay. I have a question because I don't know the answer to this and I want to ask you because you'll know. Let's say you are in that situation. You mentioned something then um, about the engagement or the frequently asked question. What about, because I get a lot of people who are starting out, they don't have a huge budget, but they want to be found for a new sort of product that no one's really, no one knows that they need yet. And what I explain to people, if you're trying to SEO those particular words of what is a blah, 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 it's going to cost you a lot more because the conversion on that is much lower than I want to buy a blah, blah, blah. So it's always going to be a higher return on investment on purchasing decision rather than learning question. What about if someone had a new type of product, and I can't even think of what one is, let's say it's a new type of facial cream that no one's ever invented before and it's made from something and you're trying to explain why like it's really great because it gets rid of wrinkles. Could we use your services to have that as what is or what is the best product for wrinkles, for example? Would that work? Yes, that would work. But uh, again, it's it's similar to search. Uh, uh, just the way on search, Google shows uh, results based on history and based on how people are interacting with a particular website or a blog. Uh, similar is the case with Alexa as well. It needs to understand that uh, if somebody searching for a particular keyword, is yours the most relevant one? And for that to happen, Alexa offers something called a can fulfill intent, which is nothing but like SEO. So can fulfill basically means that if somebody is searching for these particular keywords and not really invoking your brand, can I show your skill? And, and if you enable that, then uh, Amazon recommends, Alexa recommends your skill. But of course, if there are a lot of competitors who have a lot of usage, then it's going to recommend a product that has a lot of usage based on that search history. Okay, so it's not based on the Google SEO keyword research, the SEO that you would do on Google. This is its own whole system. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So it's based on usage. So if you could get someone to, if they ask the question, best wrinkle cream, let's just use that, best wrinkle cream, then as long as you are getting a lot of what searches or a lot of people, how would that work? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, as long as people are searching for a particular keyword and they're interacting with it and Amazon's understood that, you know, this is the relevant one, that's when it will start to show it. If that interaction does not happen, then it's difficult for Alexa also to decide right what to show. That's exactly why I mentioned that if there are two pizza brands, for example, there's Domino's and there's Pizza Hut, and you have both the skills enabled, and you just go there, and both the skills, let's assume, have a can fulfill intent, which is basically show my show my skill when somebody's searching for pizza. So how does Alexa decide that which one should I show? Uh, it's going to decide on multiple factors. One is uh, your location. So and your search history and your interactions with these skills. So for example, if you've ordered 20 times from Domino's, but you've ordered just twice from Pizza Hut and you say, please, you know, Alexa, order me a pizza, it's definitely going to pick Domino's. Do you think there will be a way to 
like SEO that in the future or is there a way to do that now? So let's say it's two pizza shops, but neither of them are well known and you haven't actually bought from either of them before. Which one is going to come up higher on the list? That's correct. Yes. So to be perfectly honest, there's no way right now. Or maybe I'm not aware I need to do my research better. But uh, as far as I know and as far as my research goes, I don't think there's a way right now. But I think Amazon and Google are actively working on solving this problem. Okay, so what I'm understanding from this, and this is a whole, anyone listening, this is all, we're just talking this through. So what I'm understanding is it's a good time to jump on now because if you're on now, you're going to start being found while there's not as many people on there. So as more people are added to the system, then you're already being found to begin with. So you're more likely to stay at the top of the list. It's sort of how like the whole SEO thing started in the first place. Absolutely. It's similar to your first, it's similar to a first mover advantage, right? With any business. If you, if you get in there early, you, you always reap the benefits. Ah, fantastic. Okay. So I want to talk about one more thing before we talk more about your service. Let's just talk about you just because you're a nice person. You actually, before we did this interview a couple of days ago, you reached out to me and said that you will add my podcast, this podcast to Alexa for me. And you've gone ahead to do that. And you emailed me back and said, actually, you can't use the word with. So it's winning with Shopify and the word with cannot be in the title. Can you explain that a little bit? Because I think that even though we're talking about a podcast, I think there's going to be other people with products that will have this problem as well. So can we just discuss the connecting words? Sure, sure. So yes, uh, like just the way you pointed out uh, that, you know, we could not, let's say, for example, in case of winning with Shopify, we could not have the invocation name winning with Shopify. Uh, Amazon has a very strict rule of, uh, a strict, uh, you know, set of requirements. And that's, I'll probably talk about it later, but that's where our product comes in and eases it out. But these requirements, talk, uh, you know, focus on a lot of things. Because Voice is a new channel, it talks about what sort of invocation name should you have. So what should people say to really, you know, enable your brand and start talking to your brand on Alexa. Once you've done that, then it has strict rules as to how you should respond to people and what's that voice user design, right? Voice user interface. So if somebody says XYZ, how you should be responding, how you should process payments. If somebody wants to cancel an order or if somebody wants to reschedule a pickup, how you should respond. So it has a lot of guidelines and requirements. And with respect to winning with Shopify, why it did not allow us to use the word with? One of the reasons is because in the invocation guideline, the word connecting words like with, to, on cannot be used. So that's that's one of the requirements and that's what people need to be careful about that if you're designing it and developing it yourself, then uh, you know you need to read through all the documentation requirements, APIs correctly because the invocation name cannot have a connecting word or a number. Even if you have a number, you cannot. You need to spell it out. So for example, if it's two, it cannot be the numerical two. It needs to be TWO. So that's one of the requirements. And that's why, uh, you know, if you want to publish, or if you want to have an Alexa app for your store, it, and if you start to build it yourself or get developers or agencies, it, it can take you anywhere close to eight to 10 months to just build it out and then test it and market it. Okay. So this is something if people are serious, and I think people need to get serious about this because this is the way of the future. So it comes down to your product description. If you're selling uh, shoes and you say black and white shoes with green stripes, that word with is not going to come up. So you've got to think through your actual product titles as well. Uh, so uh, this requirement of connecting words is only with the invocation, uh, just to invoke the skin. But uh, in terms of interactions that happen with the store, for example, uh, the example that you used, it's possible to use the word uh, with there or connecting words there. That, uh, there it's possible. 
So if I was looking for a pair of shoes, for example, like who sells Pumas with blue stripes? That's correct. It should be possible then. It will give you options that, you know, you could probably look at these skills or do you want to buy it from Amazon? Uh, but the skill name uh, while invoking it, for example, uh, you know, uh, the usual way of invoking a skill is Alexa open ABC. So for example, winning with Shopify, they would have to say Alexa open winning with Shopify. And there the word with is not possible while enabling a skill while launching it. Okay. So if someone has it in their domain title, then it's a problem. Uh, yes, you could call it a domain in the, in the voice world. Yes, it's a problem. Okay, that's good to know as well. So I think I just had someone email me today about her business name. She was just about to launch her business and she found out that someone else has the same business name, blah, blah, blah. So someone like her coming up with a new business name now, which she's going to do, things like this are things that she needs to take into account. So I think anyone who is in this situation of thinking, okay, I want to come up with a new domain name or a new branding, then, you know, this is the sorts of things we need to take into account these days is, you know, how does that work with Alexa? So, yeah, that's correct. This and, is another and, thing to add. Absolutely. <laughs> like you did with me, we came up with a different uh, name, which is slightly yeah. different, but still sort of sends people to the right um, podcast. Absolutely. So uh, let's just finish up. If you can tell us about Emitter and tell us exactly, um, people can try it out, people can add it. Can you just run us through the process if people are listening to this and thinking, okay, this sounds interesting. What's the next step? Sure. So I think if, if people really want to try it out, we have a website, which is emitter.com. And uh, we're soon to launch our own app on the Shopify store, app store. We could not launch the app so far because Shopify does not allow a checkout uh, outside of Shopify. So they do not list apps that have a checkout outside of Shopify. And since in our, our case, the checkout was happening on voice, people were really checking out through voice saying that, yes, I'm done buying something, please check out. Uh, Shopify would not allow us, but now we are about to get listed on Shopify app store as the brand name Emitter. It's E-M-I-T-R-R. So yeah, I mean, I would, I'd love to have people uh, try it out and see what they think, where it would fit in their business strategy or would love to talk to people even if they don't want to really try it out, but I'm just understand voice as an ecosystem. We do talk to a lot of people on a regular basis, not just, you know, not just for our own learning, but also to let people know that how they can really look at voice as a strategy, even if not now, then in the future. I think it's definitely something, and that's a really good point that you just made. It's something that you will need to implement at some stage. It's definitely in the next two years. How soon that is in the next two years depends on you and your business. But in the next two years, really, if you're not doing it then, then it's another place that you're going to be losing out on opportunities of sales, of resales. So it's something that you need to be thinking about now. And that's why I really wanted to get you on this podcast because now is a good time to start thinking about it at the very, very least. So I totally agree. And even though you're not in the app store yet, people can still implement this into their Shopify store. The app doesn't need to be in the Shopify app store to be implemented onto your Shopify store. So just reach out to Anmol and he'll help you out with explaining how he can actually help you implement Alexa into your store as well. That's correct. Yes. We are not an app in the app store, but we are an app. We're not listed. Uh, so it's an app. It, there's no manual effort. There's no service or development of any sort. It's just an unlisted app for now. Uh, but yes, we are getting listed pretty soon. That's amazing. And I have to say, being in this field for quite a long time, the fact that um, Shopify is now understanding, because you're right, they didn't allow those sort of apps in before, but now they're understanding this is the way of the future. So we have to work with that as well. So right. you've probably been one of the forefront runners of making that happen for the Shopify as well. So that's fantastic. 
Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's been an exciting journey so far. I think it's only just begun for you. I think there's a lot more that's going to happen over the next couple of years. And I think that where we see this heading is going to be sort of what we saw. You can even think back the way computers started. People said, why would anyone want a computer in their house? Right. And I think that that's the same sort of thing with Alexa. People are saying, How, why would you want this? But we'll, we will see a big changes in the next few years of what this is able to do for us. Right. You're absolutely correct. And, and those are the sort of conversations that we have with, you know, Amazon. We are an Amazon pay partner. So those are conversations that we have with them as well that every time they've built something new uh, a lot of people have come back saying why do we need this but ultimately it becomes a habit and people get used to it and how would that work actually while we're while you're talking about amazon let's say i'm selling on shopify but i also have my amazon listing how would that work using alexa in my shopify store Right. So if you sell on uh, Amazon as well, uh, then uh, like I said, you don't really need to call out a brand or invoke a brand. You can just say that uh, Alexa ad or could you find me, let's say, ABC product and it will tell you. But again, it's going to be hard because on Amazon, there are so many products, so many different merchants selling. So it may not be necessary that it shows your products on top, right? Or recognize your products because on voice, you have much lesser real estate compared to web. And even on web, on a page, you might just see 10 listings. So if your product is not already on that first page, then on voice, it's it's going to be much harder. But if you sell on Shopify as well, then it's your own brand and people can use your brand to shop. So it's much easier. That's why even when we work with the people who have presence on aggregators, uh, the recommendation really is that, okay, you might have a presence on aggregators and you might have a presence on voice through that aggregator. If an aggregator is already present, for example, Seamless or Grubhub, but what are the chances of people using your brand and ordering from you through Mm -hmm. that aggregator? Very, very low. No, it's exactly why I tell people that if you've got an Amazon listing, you still need to have a Shopify store because it's still your own brand. Absolutely. And and in that case, you have control on your customers, right? I think I, I have very little knowledge, but I think you don't have control on data with Amazon. You don't have, you cannot really market to these people. It's, no. it's all in Amazon's control, but here you do. Okay, that's wonderful. Well, Anmol, you have been absolutely wonderful with your time. If anyone wants to find you, they can head over to emitter, E-M-I-T-R-R.com and they can reach out to you personally and you can help them out. What's your email address? It's my first name at emitter.com. So unmole at emitter.com. And I'll put all the information in the show notes so everyone can get hold of you through the show notes as well. And Anmol, thank you so much. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing from you in the next 12 months or so because I'd love to know how everything moves forward with Alexa and what you're doing with Emitter 12 months from now because I'm sure that there's going to be a lot that you can share with us then as well. So thank you so much for being here and thank you everyone for listening. Absolutely. I'd love to keep you updated. And thanks a lot, Carolyn, for giving me the opportunity to talk about some learnings that I have and I really appreciate it and I think it was a great session. I think there were some really good questions. Wonderful. It was great to have you here. Thanks, Amol. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.